President Trump tells viewers during a Fox News Channel town hall that he wants America to get back to work soon, and he has a date in mind. So I would love to have the country opened up and uh, just raring to go by Easter. The number of COVID-19 cases in Georgia has climbed to more than 1,000 as Milledgeville enters a second day of a curfew. I'm WGUR Zach Simpson. I'll tell you what state elections officials are doing to allow voters to cast their ballots during the COVID-19 pandemic coming up. The International Olympic Committee has made it official. The Tokyo Games cannot go ahead as scheduled this year because of the coronavirus outbreak. I'm Julie Walker. And stocks have their best day since 1933 as Congress nears a deal on coronavirus aid. All of that and more just ahead on the Evening Brief from WGUR News. Good evening, I'm Jonathan O'Brien. It's Tuesday, the 24th of March, and we begin with what President Trump had to say during a Fox News Channel virtual town hall this afternoon. Sagar Morgani reports the president's looking forward to getting the nation open for business again, even as many public health officials warn the coronavirus pandemic is likely to spread. The president's complained the current 15-day shutdown has battered a once-roaring economy. I'd love to have it open by Easter. Saying at a Fox News Channel virtual town hall, staying shut down could be worse than the virus itself. You can destroy a country this way. But many health officials say the nation will need stricter limits on public interactions to limit the virus's spread, and not looser ones. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney says it's unacceptable that the president suggesting economic losses and lifestyle changes are worse than American deaths. Philadelphia will continue to do what is best for our residents. Sagar Magani, Washington. To the coronavirus situation in our state and late word that Georgia is closing its isolation and monitoring site for COVID-19 patients at Hard Labor Creek State Park in Morgan County. Patients who test positive and are in need of isolation will instead be sent to the Forsyth campus of the Georgia Public Safety Training Center in Monroe County. Officials say that facility has space for up to 40 patients. Overall, COVID-19 cases in Georgia reached a milestone today with a little more than 1,000 cases statewide and 32 deaths have now been reported. And it was with that backdrop that Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger announced plans Tuesday afternoon to mail all voters in the state absentee ballot request forms in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. WGUR's Zach Simpson reports. The coronavirus has forced people to stay home and many question whether the upcoming presidential election will be affected with the Georgia presidential primary already rescheduled. Voting by mail will allow Georgians to choose a candidate in the comfort of their own home and without fear of catching the coronavirus. Raffensperger said, quote, Times of turbulence and upheaval like the one we Georgians face require decisive action if the liberties we hold so dear are to be preserved, unquote. People voting by mail is a drastic change to how Georgia has been running elections, with 7% of voters casting their ballot by mail in the 2018 election for governor. Zach Simpson, WGUR. After first waffling on the idea of postponing the Games today, the International Olympic Committee made their decision known. It's official the Tokyo Summer Olympics have been postponed until 2021. The International Olympic Committee, along with Japanese officials, have decided the Tokyo Games cannot go ahead as scheduled this year because of the coronavirus outbreak. There had been mounting pressure to call off the Games amid concern for the athletes and their families, and some countries had even pulled out. The IOC says the Games will be held not later than summer 2021, 
but they will still be called the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. I'm Julie Walker. Coming up on the Evening Brief, what change Instagram has announced to keep us all connected, plus... The government is warning that scam artists are targeting the elderly with fake offers of coronavirus testing and senior care packages. Jackie Quinn, Washington. Stay with us. We're back in 30 seconds. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. This is the Evening Brief from WGUR News. I'm Jonathan O'Brien. We turn now to Jackie Quinn, who reports on government warnings about possible coronavirus-related scams. The Department of Health and Human Services is alerting seniors that the scam artists are out there, selling a vaccine against COVID-19, which of course doesn't even exist, offering testing, and even peddling care packages for seniors that include hand sanitizer. It's all a trick to get personal information, especially Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security numbers that can be used to bogusly bill state and federal health programs and expose people to all types types of fraud. These phony sales pitches are coming in via telemarketing calls, social media emails, and even door-to-door visits. Jackie Quinn, Washington. Hundreds of thousands of tourists from Europe remain stranded amid a worldwide slowdown in flights. Charles de la Desma reports. A senior European Union diplomat says about 300,000 EU tourists around the world are struggling to get home amid the outbreak. Portugal's foreign minister says flight disruption is slowing the return and the bloc should marshal its joint resources to organise repatriation flights for those stranded. In another development, at least 19 Alaska residents are stuck in Peru due to the global outbreak. The American embassy in Lima says the country has closed its borders to all international travel. I'm Charles de la Desma. Speaking of airlines, in the United States, service is teetering on the brink of collapse with nearly empty planes and coronavirus outbreaks, leaving some air traffic control towers empty. Even with sharply reduced schedules, airlines are consolidating some of the remaining flights because passengers are not showing up. An official of one major U.S. airline who asked that they and the airline not be identified ticked off more than a dozen flights that departed on Tuesday morning with fewer than 10 passengers on board. On Monday, the TSA said it screened 331,000 people. On that same Monday, one year ago, that number was over 2.4 million. I'm Shelley Adler. The COVID-19 outbreak has brought the live music industry to a screeching halt, leaving hundreds of support staffers without income. Margie Zaroleta has the latest. Some days you're just breathing. Touring acts like Dirk Bentley and Chris Stapleton called off concerts because of the coronavirus, but they will be okay financially. It's freelancers and contract workers like sound engineers and lighting technicians who are taking a hit. Scott Scoville of the Nashville live video production company Moo TV says his livelihood has been wiped out. We went from projecting a couple of million of income in the, in the near future to zero in in under a week. Music Cares, the Recording Academy's charitable arm, says it's now getting hundreds of calls from music industry pros asking for financial help. I'm Archie Zaroleta. 
Instagram announced a new in-app tool to promote social distancing. It's called co-watching. It allows users to browse posts with friends over an in-app video chat that can be accessed in the direct messaging window. The social media giant also told ABC's Good Morning America it will ramp up the amount of medical educational resources available through the Stay Home stickers and expand the removal of COVID-19 content not posted by credible healthcare organizations. So stay home and get to co-watching. Let's take a look at the forecast for tomorrow, shall we? For your Wednesday, expect partly cloudy skies, a high about 79, dropping to a low of 51 tomorrow night. Moderate pollen is expected. And as we're coming on the air, the president and members of the White House Coronavirus Task Force have been holding their daily briefing. We'll have much more on what the president said tomorrow morning in our morning news brief. And remember to check back often for continued updates on the latest news. And I'll see you right back here tomorrow.